I'm Boyd Barrett, back again with podcast number three, exploring Kabod, a foundational narrative. If you haven't listened to the first two, please, please put this one on pause and catch up. I'll wait for you. Because we're about to establish a key building block in our story. The three-in-one who shared this this incredible relationship that we've been calling the Kabod had to decide if creating beings to share that Kabod was worth the pain, if it was worth the sacrifice that it would require. Here's the first of two tracks that I want to share today. But before that sharing could happen, before the kabod could be released beyond the three-in-one, a foundation had to be laid. For the three-in-one knew that the kabod could not be shared without the foundation. And it was a foundation that could only be laid with the life of one of the three, one of the three in one. The core of love was at stake from the foundation of all things, for love required definition. And that definition was found in the laying down of life, for there is no greater love. So, when the decision was made, when the foundation was laid, the kabod, for the first time ever, felt for creation, for one of the three laid himself upon the altar of the universe. And that very act brought all things together, even before all things were torn apart. Within his being, within his slain being, all things that ever would be found a resting place 
for it was this laying down of life. Indeed, this laying down of life itself that made creation possible. This was the foundation. One of my favorite phrases in the Bible is from Revelation, the 13th chapter and the 8th verse, which talks about the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Now, I like to to put this verse together with another passage in 1 Peter 1, verses 19 through 20, which talks about the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Now, obviously, something unbelievably important took place before the world was even created. And in the, the way the, the people in the ancient world thought, in their mindset, the sacrifice of an animal was one of the most powerful symbols available. It, it was standard practice throughout many of the cultures back then to sacrifice animals. And it was how they were appeasing their gods. Now, we also need to be aware that, that human and specifically child sacrifice was also commonplace in those primitive cultures. And, and listen very closely. The narrative of the Bible records a process a process of the Creator moving His creation, first of all, away from child sacrifice that they thought they had to do, and ultimately away from sacrifice completely, which they thought they had to do because it was never part of His plan. Now, how could that be done? I believe the ultimate act of sacrifice took place before anything or anyone was ever created. So, do I believe there was a physical lamb slain on a physical altar before creation? No, but it pictures a very important reality. Are you ready? Here's what the lamb slain from the creation of the world symbolizes. It is a metaphor, a metaphor for the for the willingness of the three-in-one to be completely rejected by their own creation and yet continue to love that creation. I'm going to say that again. The lamb slain from the creation of the world symbolizes the willingness of the three-in-one to be completely rejected by their own creation and yet continue to love that creation. By offering an invitation to join that kabod, by offering that invitation to creatures with the ability to reject that invitation, to turn it down, the three-in-one put in place the need for the ultimate self-sacrifice. So, when Jesus was hanging on that cross outside Jerusalem, he was not only putting an end to all sacrifice, but he was also pointing back to the decision that was made before time to offer the kabod, to offer this relationship, this precious thing that he had shared with the Father before the world was, by taking all of creation's rejection into 
himself. Now, I know that was, that was heavy-duty stuff, but it's the key to everything. Believe me, it's the key to everything. We'll come, we'll come up on a, a phrase later in the narrative, a phrase, the lamb already slain. This sets the stage, or, or we might even say lays the foundation for everything. We'll flesh it out a little bit more later. First, let's listen to the next track. And the hand of the maker moved in creation A foundation was laid An eternal decision to ignite salvation Before there was anyone to save Before there was anyone to save Set to work the plan And the hand of the maker Tied to the table A sacrificial lamb The lion transformed and slain To enable the three To reveal the great I am The three to reveal the great I am Love revealed, love defined, love unbound from creation's certain fall. Love revealed, love defined, love that found a foundation for it all. Love revealed, love defined. Love unbound from creation's certain fall. Love revealed, love defined, love that found a foundation for it all. Love revealed, love defined, love unbound from creation's certain fall. Love revealed, love defined. The love that found a foundation for it all Before anything was made And the hand of the maker moved in creation A foundation was laid I want to emphasize a few of the lines in the song you've just heard. First of all, the song talks about a foundation being laid, an eternal decision to ignite salvation before there was anyone to save. In other words, in other words, salvation, freedom, adoption into God's family, entrance into his kingdom, uh, being able to join in on the kabod, or whatever terms you want to use, all of that took place before creation. It was God's decision, and it was God's work. We were not involved. 
But we were the reason for the decision. In order to do that, the three-in-one made the painful choice to give creation the chance to turn down the offer to be part of the kabod, to turn down the offer to join in that dance that we talked about the last time, and yet deciding to love creation no matter what happened, no matter what that decision was. Now, the song says that the hand of the maker tied to the table a sacrificial lamb. I'm afraid that many modern Christians have bought into a view that takes this way too far, believing that God had to kill his son to appease his own wrath. That is a sad and, I believe, very wrong way to look at the truth here. By saying that the hand of the maker tied the lamb to the table, I don't see him doing that in anger. You see, I'm moving toward the picture of the three-in-one moving together, as they always have, to show the ultimate love. When it came time for Jesus to bring this reality into space and time, Paul writes in, in, in 2 Corinthians 5.19 that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. He wasn't turning his back on his son. He was feeling every bit of the pain of that cross. The father is not a monster needing to be satisfied by blood. No, he's, he's a lover using the ultimate act of love to call us back to a relationship with him. I want to say that all again because it's so important. The father is not a monster. The father is not a monster needing to be satisfied by somebody's blood. He's a lover using the ultimate act of love, laying down of life, to call us back to a relationship with him. The song says that the sacrificial lamb is the lion transformed and slain to enable the three to reveal the great I am. When God defined himself before creation, for his creation, it was not with power, it was with sacrifice. Now, do you know what God is like? Look at the cross. Look at the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. That's what God is like. The chorus says, love revealed, love defined, love unbound from creation's certain fall. Love revealed, love defined, love that found a foundation for it all. Yes, the three-in-one knew that creation was going to fall, And the three-in-one knew that creation would refuse their invitation to the dance, their invitation to the kabod. But love was not bound by that fall because love had already been offered with the greatest expression of love possible, the laying down of life. Could God really be that beautiful? Could it be possible that God is not the bloodthirsty monster religion has made him out to be? Yes, 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 he really is that beautiful. And he's not a monster. He is pure and ultimate love. Now, please check out the links provided with this podcast and download or order your own copy of Kabod. I hope you see that I'm trying to paint a more beautiful picture of God than many of us grew up seeing. If my paintbrush can help you see him more clearly, oh, I'll be thrilled. So, 
Until next time.